I'm at Camden BRI with Bertrand Emond, Head of Training, discussing some of the latest developments in continuing professional development in the food and drink supply chain. So Bertrand, what are the current issues for the sector with regards to skills and training? First of all, the food industry is suffering from a well-reported shortage of fit-for-purpose staff and skills. This was highlighted again in our latest uh, scientific and technical industry needs document that we published earlier this year. We are not attracting enough new blood and we are losing too many skilled people through retirement. So there's a big shortage there. Also, there's a big challenge that we all face. Uh, We need to learn more things more quickly. We need new knowledge and skills continuously and apply them quickly and effectively. There are a number of drivers for this, including the the pace of change, in particular for technology, uh, is getting quicker and quicker. Also, we are living in a, what they call a, a worker world, so where everything is uh, volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous, so worker. So you need to be able to, to learn quickly to adapt in this uncertain world. There's also a greater level of uh, scrutiny and you need to be able to demonstrate your competency uh, at all time. These are all pretty fundamental, so how are they being addressed? Well, what we see is that more and more members, more and more companies are developing learning and development strategies. Uh, they realise that the, their ability to, to learn is a critical success factor. So they're looking at optimising learning transfer within their organisation. And uh, for people, it means that uh, there's a more formal continuing professional development uh, plan, CPD plan, and lifelong learning is, uh, is key to their own success. And we also see uh, a growing number of uh, companies asking to have tailored training programs delivered at their own premises, where we are able to put together a program that suits their circumstances, their needs, at the time that suits them, and for the number of people they have to, to train. We also see a lot more activities around training needs analysis. People are playing with knowledge and skills matrices and more and more companies are setting up training academies. So what is an academy then and how does it work? The way it works best is when we, uh, we sit down with a particular organisation and uh, they share their development programme, their knowledge and skills matrices, and we work together to put a structured programme of activities. So it could be a mix of attending our open courses or tailored courses, it could be attending some of our conferences and seminars, getting some of the, their staff to take part in our member interest groups, also loading on their, uh, their, their intranet, Uh, some white papers or some of our webinars. And what kind of subject matter would a company typically want to cover through an academy? It's quite varied, but obviously we specialise in the technical and scientific part of of the development programme. We don't tend to get too involved in the softer skills, but it tends to be on the technical scientific uh, skills that are required by, by the company. So to do with the food and drink uh, production, could do with safety, with quality, with innovation, with recreatory uh, affairs. So the, a broad range to enable the company to retain its competitive advantage. And what types of companies then typically develop academies? We've got uh, over a dozen of these academies uh, running and they tend to be for the larger companies where there's a quite a defined corporate structure uh, and quite thought out development programs uh, that they're able to share uh, with us. 
tends to be on the manufacturing side, but also on the retail. And when it comes to the, the retail side, we find that the, they also involve their suppliers as part of the, the development program, which is a very interesting concept. And can you give examples of how companies have benefited then from establishing academies? Well, I, I would say that the, the main benefit is that through this structured approach, companies have been able to demonstrate the competency and also ensure the competency of their staff and also create a stronger relationship with their suppliers when the suppliers are involved in the academy. And what role has Camden BRI played in the development of these academies? We've played a whole range of different roles with the academies that have been set up. Some we've been involved right from the start, where we actually sat, uh, sat down with the company and went through the training needs analysis, put together the, the matrices of skills and knowledge and map out a whole structured program of, of training and learning activities, for example, food safety weeks or quality weeks, or making sure uh, we've got the right representations on various member interest groups and then they can feed that back into uh, to the business. So right from the start, some we've been involved in uh, once their matrices has been organized and they've come to us to provide content in some of the, the, the pockets of uh, skills that they needed to, to fill. For some others, we've been involved in uh, the actual administration, the whole administration of the academy, so relieving them from, uh, from that burden in effect, especially, for example, when the suppliers are involved and we have to organise several uh, courses and events and workshops with a range of suppliers at different locations. Bertrand Aymond, thank you very much indeed.